This is Annalisa, bar manager at Pignet Pub and Patio, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Hey, this is Mark with Magpie Coffee Roasters here, and we are Up in the Mix. Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. This is Up in the Mix with Sean, Cesar, and Kevin. to another episode of Up in the Mix. It is Friday, uh, July 20th. We are coming to you very hot and very live from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar Mr. R, a.k.a. Not That Black Dude That You Thought I Was. I wasn't even prepared with my AKAs. The list is so long. So I'm going to go off the top of the dome. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, a.k.a. Your Friendly Neighborhood Mexican, a.k.a. Ernesto, Captain Culo, your local also... Poppy uh, with the dad body. The poppy with the dad body. Coach Mr. Brunt. Yeah, Coach Mr. Brunt. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign you have yeah. too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck, the fuck did he get, get here? here? And uh, the honey badger. <laughs> this is Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, the professor. Kendall Derek Palmer, only darn a full moon. The handsome glass of water. Hans, and that token white guy. Very handsome. And this is another edition of Up in the Mix, the from, podcast. Mm-hmm, from the heat. Of Reno, Nevada, that's going on right now. The Honeycomb Hideout is very cool in this area. Well, this room. Yeah. This room. <laughs> it's like cool in the gang. <laughs> How many ACs do we have in this house right now? Like four. Four. Yeah. And we probably, don't have central and probably area, two so. are working. And yeah, then, one of them only works for about 30 minutes and starts blowing hot air. Upstairs, yeah. So. And then we have uh, an anomaly out there in the couch out there. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Uh, he has an air conditioning, but doesn't use it. I can't. I yeah. Can't. Anyways, how was your week, Caesar? Uh, the usual nine to five, you know. Uh, I feel like you say that every single time. Well, that's what it that is because it's not it's the nine to five. It's not what I'm meant to do in life. I'm not asking about your nine to five. <laughs> what are you doing in your non nine to five hours? Oh, week? oh, okay. Well, I am doing a trying to, he's trying to set you up with alley oops, and you're just like, no. <laughs> I still got I still got to decompress. I need like an <laughs> hour and a half after work, yeah. and we're just jumping into this muy caliente, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Um, for the rest of the month of July, I, De La Foto, am taking over the Reno Instagrammies Instagram and uh, kind of just promoting the arts and, uh, you know, trying to raise more money for Holland and stuff like that to, uh, you know, help out local art kids because Holland is uh, Reno's local nonprofit and they do a bunch of awesome Specifically things. Specifically targeting kids? Yeah. So you're working with uh, Natalie Handler, past guest, with this? Yes. And then, so, yeah, I'm just posting a couple times a day because... Um, uh, my non nine to five, I am a photographer and I do a lot of street, a lot of black and white, um, candid, like documentary photography, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just posting, so, posting about Reno and travel. So this takeover, what does that entail? What are you doing? So that means I post all the content. I post all the videos, um, whatever I desire. And you're having mm-hmm. a contest with this. So we had like a, a contest at the beginning to kind of guess who I was, you know? So, um, as soon as we it's Caesar Lopez, yeah, <laughs> winner, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as uh, we get the final tallies in, we'll start giving out stuff. But like 
next week i think i'm gonna start putting like little gems out in the i'm gonna get some of my prints and put them out and put them on the uh Inst- reno instagram he's video and whoever finds them finds them you know little scavenger hunt Ooh. You know? So when are the Instagrammies this year? Uh, there's no Instagrammies. No? <laughs> no, they, they discontinued it two years yeah. ago. Okay. It's just because it was just a lot of work for those, you know, hardworking ladies. I mean, it was ladies. a huge event. Yeah. Right. That right. It, raised, it did raise a lot of money for the mm. Holland Project, but it was like two people well, Caesar, doing all that. Now that you're taking over, yeah. get it going again. And then that's the thing, though, but <laughs> it's like they all had their nine to fives and they had this event that was mm-hmm. like... Uh, and even one year they did two with the Illuminati ball. So it was just like too much of a toll for um, those guys because they have their nine to five and pretty much doing an, uh, a, huge, a huge event Second like job, that. Yeah. It's like having two jobs because you have to, it's like mm-hmm. for people who don't do events, it's like a whole year to do one big event. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's hundreds mm-hmm. of people and raised like 20 something thousand yeah. dollars so. wow. and it was awesome and i won uh you know two-time winner for that one over here what's up <laughs> <laughs> two-time nominated never yeah. won, never won. Yeah. i'm like i'm like leo <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen though <laughs> but yeah so uh you guys just need to follow reno instagrammy so r-e-n-o i-n-s-t-a for all your hype beasts how many followers does that account have oh uh 10k yeah so because it's a it's a huge it's a huge account yeah uh so yeah yeah and then like uh yeah and just i've been posting about reno posting about my travels because i love to travel and just like a little bit different things that you usually don't see nice mm-hmm. awesome kevin how was your week it's good um it's the highlight when saw credibles finally credibles too yeah second credibles so that was it's pretty good was it uh, good yeah. yeah it was, it was good. good it's definitely I not mean, as good as the first one because yeah. the first one like out of the blue was fucking awesome you know yeah and then this one was still good but it's just that big gap right exactly mm-hmm. and the yeah. kids are still kids which is like yeah it's been like 10 to 12 it's years been 14 years and, and they're, they're still a baby they're right? still yeah like we knew the baby had powers and the last Dude, one was like what but the baby the baby stole the show <laughs> yeah. oh you guys gotta so, watch it though okay sorry i'm a little, the highlight of my week i'm a little nerd <laughs> <laughs> that's the highlight of your week so far i mean uh, i mean there's only week. a day left <laughs> well the weekend's the highlight of the week. The two-day, two-day vacation. Yeah. <laughs> the two-day vacation. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Sean? Still, um, still on vacation over still here. Still on yeah. vacation. <laughs> getting in my best life before we go back to work. I got one mm. more week off. Went to the lake in the afternoon this week. You know, didn't leave Reno to like two thirty-three, and it was amazing. We were like up there, me, hip hop Johnny, a couple other people. And it was like seven thirty. We're just like sitting in the water, like enjoying. And he's like. I feel like I was like I feel like we're on vacation because we're like out at the beach this late at night. He's like, yeah, Jeopardy's on and shit. People, people are at home watching Jeopardy eating <laughs> on dinner. their TV dinners, <laughs> like what you'd see in the movies. So yeah, we went out, like and it was super nice. We didn't get home till like nine. I think uh, he's like, we should do this a couple times during the school year, like on a Friday. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah, got you got me. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, just trying to go up to the lake like every other day, get my vitamin D on. The bear needs to go to the woods, right? <laughs> speaking of that that's why i missed last podcast because i was actually camping with a um, new girlfriend uh-huh. i can, can announce now it is facebook official so <laughs> so just like i, can say I that. like how you you, you no put else. all of your your love yeah. life on the podcast yeah why not people gotta know yeah because like no one really so lady, care but still. so ladies the handsome glass of water is taken it is taken. sorry yeah. yeah sorry, sorry all ladies out there mm-hmm. who are swooning over his voice on the radio yeah. on the uh internet yeah. but camping was great summer's mm-hmm. going good 
Summer is going good. I yeah. Don't right leave. in the thick of it, I feel like. Yeah, I don't yep. leave town too much in the summertime because, like, like I said before, Reno's awesome in the summertime. So much events going on, so much food. I will say, though, this heat is starting to get to me. I still wear jeans and a white tee. feel great. Just at <laughs> night. The heat at night is getting to me. Like, I haven't mm. been sleeping good. It's just too hot. I need I just sleep cold. Yeah, that's what's good about living in the suburbs with Mama Bear. <laughs> you know, even though she doesn't like to turn the AC on, I like to click it real quick. But yeah, so Sean, we have somebody very special here. We do have a special guest with us this week. Uh, She is a very talented, I guess, politician, we can officially call her now. Uh, She's an engineer. (laughs) She is a Reno, Nevada local. She is a mother. Her name is Sarah Peters. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Yay. Thanks. Sarah, do you uh, you have any AKAs or uh, also known as or nicknames you want to share with the people out there? Mom. <laughs> mom, mom, okay. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's mom, 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 like mom, eight, mom. Eight, eight, eight times in mom. a row. Mm, I heard you the first sixteen. <laughs> I heard, I heard the sixteen bars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where are you from? Tell us a little mm-hmm. about yourself. So I was born in a little town outside of Virginia City called Silver City, uh, to hippie parents. Um, so to I was <laughs> a home birth. So. Uh, super hippie out there um and i uh lived in silver city for the first like three and a half years of my life my parents split up my mom ended up bound down here in reno with her family and my dad stayed up in silver city so i kind of split time between reno and lyon county or silver city out there and um was you know different to, to live in the urban Reno area and then go back to tumbleweeds and yeah. Can we pause house? for a second? Mm-hmm. I've lived in, in in northern Nevada since mm-hmm. 1993. I have no idea where Silver City is. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those gold rush towns. Um, mm-hmm. They actually just opened another mine, or a, they reopened an old mine up there a couple of years ago, um, five years ago maybe now. Wow. Um, but it's small town was. Uh, busy place in the 1800s now it's one of those boom towns that, yeah <laughs> disappeared yeah i like how she also compared uh reno as an urban <laughs> place urban well i'm sure to silver city to silver yeah. city yeah yeah those urban the sprawls. big city i'm a big city now. girl <laughs> so uh you you went to did you go to high yeah. school here i did uh well i went to nine different schools i think it's oh, nine in the reno sparks area um, so all of them all. <laughs> <laughs> she's an expert yeah the and whole I, demographic yeah every demographic <laughs> um i went to middle school at dilworth and started high school at reed high and decided uh i knew i was gonna go to college and uh i i hated high school so i went to tmcc high and finished up there and it was great um i was tutoring math when i was 17 to college kids and it was um and kind of empowering i guess but uh that's awesome yeah Yeah. ended up graduating with like enough credits i probably could have got an associates i didn't i went on to my bachelor's and um i left here moved up to northern california for a year studied up there um kind of kind of floundered but but also uh reveled in my living on my ownness at 18 (laughs) and um came back to reno i had a scholarship at unr and they have a great environmental engineering program so i finished up there took me a little while they kind of kicked me out. 
They were like, <laughs> what do you, mean kinda? you got kinda? 200 credits. Leave. Oh, Come back for so your like, masters. You're like Van, Van Wilder. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, but hey, with too many credits. You got like, so many too credits. Like, <laughs> yeah. Figure out what your degree's in. Yeah. yeah. Too ma- either too many credits or too many Fs. They can't, you know? <laughs> so can you describe what does a study of environmental engineering encompass? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the environmental engineering program is under the civil engineering program. So okay. there is a design aspect to it. Um, but it is concentrated here at UNR and what I, I worked mostly in is water quality. So um, I worked in the uh, environmental engineering lab where we actually did pilot studies and bench scale modeling of different water quality management tools for all kinds of water. I worked with wastewater. I worked with salt water. Um, I did I did some work that uh, was associated with power generation through water purification was it was cool uh i also studied a lot of chemistry i've got like chemistry from your your basic general chemistry i've got organic chemistry background um biological chemistry and physical chemistry background yeah i feel with water you you need that a lot yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i think it's just h2o there's more than that (laughs) water's not just h2o yeah see there's a lot of stuff in there yeah a lot of bad stuff (laughs) So, can be yeah. most of the time it's good though yeah. i mean you gotta have it in the, uh, even our bodies i mean we are mostly bodies. it right yeah uh, but usually what's in our what's in our water is not too good so we got the filters yeah. <laughs> so uh after that so after you graduated um where did you work for an engineering firm correct no actually um i started with an environmental management firm uh, uh, doing regulatory permitting and compliance so I spent that the first fun Two weeks of my career reading regulations in the state of Nevada pertaining to mining and natural resources. Ooh. Yeah. By the end of only that. Two weeks? Only, only two weeks? <laughs> uh, three She's a quick study. She's a quick study. <laughs> three might have been dangerous for everybody else. Well, I did. Yeah. I didn't not get through all of it because I mm. got up and I was like, please give me some actual work. Yeah. I'm ready to do something aside from read, read regulations. But um, I, I kind of developed a fondness for uh, water. <laughs> water rights um, in Nevada. And uh, so I, I spent two years at that company, got familiar with mining in Nevada and uh, and water rights in Nevada. And I uh, jumped into an environmental engineering firm um, as their first employee, actually. It had been a oh. just kind of a single proprietor shop for a while, and he was looking to, to offload a little bit. Um, started working for him and uh, his company, McGinnis and Associates, has worked for the last 25 years um, doing environmental engineering work, uh, the last 17 working with tribal clients. And so I've started working um, within the framework of tribal governments, federal governments, and their, the integration of that with state uh, regulations. That sounds uh, like it could get uh, sticky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've yes. seen how low Pyramid Lake's gotten over 20 years since I've lived here. Is that something? Mm. Like I a hit a pinnacle a couple of years mm. ago. It's looking better now. Is it? It's looking better, okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, we've done a lot of work. Um, um, Harry Reid put a lot of money towards saving the lakes in Nevada. And uh, Walker River uh, was one of the places he focused on. 
I have clients, Walker River Paiute Tribe, that um, have been invested in in saving Walker Lake and the habitats and fishing communities over there, fishery communities over there. And um, that effort of putting money into the Mason Valley area to help um, with water quality out there has been really beneficial. And what was threatening the water quality out there, the mines? Uh, It was overuse of the surface water, so essentially um, not allowing enough water to make it to the lake to dilute what already is in the lake. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the runoff contamination from um, farming communities. So nutrients that comes off from fertilizers or from cow farms or whatever can end up in our water um, through just non-point source runoff. And then that com- goes into a terminus lake where there's no outflow. So it just it's concentrates, 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 concentrates. Yeah. And there's a like, natural uh, attenuation, so biological uptake of those nutrients that naturally occurs in the lake system. But if we don't have a balance, then it doesn't go away. It just it will stagnate and then just marinate, and yeah. toxic mm-hmm. yeah, a mess for fish and other biologicals that can't survive yeah. with those things. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Did you, your studying in college get you interested in the environment or were you always Ooh. interested in the environment? Or was it the hippie parents? Oh, <laughs> hippie parents. Um, you know that question people ask you when you're a kid, like, what are you going to do? And they get all excited because people say, oh, I'm going to be a teacher. Fireman or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you be said? The president. No, no. I I would tell world. people I was gonna save the environment. That's what I wanted to do: is save the environment. And they'd laugh and they'd look at my mom. Mm-hmm. They'd shake their head and they'd say, "You know, someday she'll figure out she wants a real job." And I was wow. like, "I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do this." Like, uh, it's kind of important. I mean, yeah. yeah, we all live here. Yeah, we we need it. People are such dicks, yeah. right? <laughs> And now, now little yeah. girl, that's the oh, that you dream to have. So cute. You don't want to oh, be a princess, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. if you said you want to be a princess, they would have been like, so oh, much more happier. So yeah, cute. Right? Like, oh, yeah. I want to do something that betters the world and no. the people who live in it. Yeah. We got, oh. Yeah. How yeah. cute. <laughs> it is. Well, it seems yeah. like it seems like a big task, right? Like the environment is a big. Yeah. It's a big thing. It's it's large and each of us individually doesn't have a lot of control over what else happens out there um and that's why we have regulations to help control those kinds of things but uh that but yeah i kind of worked my way into how do i save the environment we got captain planet over here yeah was that your favorite cartoon yes and i'm still a cartoon Geek. I yeah. love cartoons. My favorite. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I saw her. She like looked down. Like, don't worry. I'm. Uh, You're in good company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might not look like one, but I love all the stuff. Yeah. I was laughing last night. I went to trivia at Kiel and um, the, there's a big group there. I haven't been there since college, uh, but we used to go every Thursday. A big group of us from the engineering schools, and um, I was useless until <laughs> cartoons came up, and then I was like, "What? I know this one." Yeah. So, what was your favorite cartoon? Growing up, Captain Planet. See, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, I I liked Captain Planet. I I just would get mad with the. They had the little kid from the Amazon. His thing was heart, and I was always just like. No, it's but it makes so much sense element. now. It does. It's a fifth it's element. Like, Come on. Well, at least they didn't throw like soul in there. You know, yeah. they didn't have like a religious connotation. Mm-hmm. They kept that out. But heart is really is really important because like that's what drove me to want to partake in saving our environment. No, no, it is important. It's my favorite character. But as like an eight year old, I was just like. 
Yeah. I want the fire ring. I want the fire ring. I want the ring that shoots fire. the monkey. I think the monkey was a cool You did have a cool monkey. That's true. That's true. The earthling was tight, too. But yeah. So, uh, from your love of Captain Planet to (laughs) your love of water and the environment, what made you, like, decide to take the step into, like, a political, a little office role? I've always wanted to serve my community and love Reno. Um, this is this is home and having been here my whole life and seeing it change and grow, uh, I didn't know how I would participate um, in service here. So I just did my job. Like I figured I would find a way at some point, like if I got good enough at what I did, I would find a way to use that in our community. And um, working with my tribal clients uh, on some projects that impacted state policy um, I saw firsthand how important it is for our leaders and decision makers to have background in all of the issues that we care about and take care Does it of. Affect them? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Novel idea yeah. that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I mean, and, and environmental issues are not something that you can pick up in a day. This is this is right. a lifelong mm-hmm. learning process and lots of reading and research and at least two weeks of regulation. At right? least two weeks of I heard, regulation. I heard we need a new head of the EPA. You <laughs> <laughs> sound pretty qualified. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. who's been doing it yeah more qualified yeah <laughs> well he actually that was that was one of that was the biggest trigger for me is that scott pruitt came to nevada and behind closed gates because he knew people wouldn't like him here um signed away the federal government's responsibility to the urington superfund site to the state of nevada which is fine like the state of nevada has a lot of background a lot of expertise in mine cleanup and reclamation but um the he he did this without concurrence from the community he did it because it was a political move um and i was like oh wait what did we just do nevada this is a terrible idea not just for you but for us fiscally for our relationship with our tribal friends and and neighbors and what how come nobody said anything i didn't even hear about that Super so that's what made you decide to run for office. That was the so we have Scott Pruitt to thanks for this. Yeah. <laughs> so well, some you, good did come good from thing. it. Yeah. yeah, one good. Yeah. <laughs> Will you explain what you're running for and which distri- district and everything? Yeah, I'm running for Nevada State Assembly District Seat 24, and District 24 is um it's it's big. It's the heart of Reno. I I think. Uh, runs from above the university, then includes the university district, downtown, midtown, and then a little bit of the south, the old southwest. Um, and it runs along the freeway, so it includes um, the Montello neighborhood and the Wells Avenue neighborhood. So it's a really dynamic district. Um, yeah. I took a look at the district and I was like, oh, I've lived in every quadrant of this district. I love this place. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. From the people. I like it. So how did you get involved with the Democratic Party? Were you already registered as a democrat did someone approach you how did that go down yeah i've been a registered democrat since i went through that phase after high school where you're like what wait i'm independent and i was a nonpartisan, i think for like two years and then was when the fact when i found out i couldn't vote in the primaries i was like uh-uh nope okay right, i'm partying right, right. i'm partying <laughs> so i um I have a strong background, familial background with the Democratic Party. My grandmother and grandfather were really involved. So I um, I was exposed at a really young age to local uh, politics and politicians, um, which 
I think kind of made me feel more like I was a part of the process already. So it was easier to kind of break in. I didn't feel like you know, that it was so An far outsider. beyond. Yeah. Or, or I think that there's kind of a fear that, that, um, that they're like politically famous, you know, just because they are a politician, their names on things. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I've been involved for a long time and I, I think that, um, there's underrepresentation of our age group, and uh, I yeah. mm-hmm. I hear it not not just from people who are my age, but also from people in the party who've been there for a long time. They're like, "Where are you?" I experienced it when I, I volunteered for the party, like going to meetings and being by far the youngest people there. And I'm not that young, but yeah. like hmm. decades, yeah. like decades younger than everyone else at the meeting. Well, we had to have conversations like, how do we get millennials here? Well, don't have it during the day because we work. Like Mm -hmm. most of us work at least one job and bring food because most of us struggle to fill the fridge. (laughs) And like these are small things that you can that are that are outreaches that are that that offering hand to bring folks back into the party. And and then the the last one, I don't know how far this gets, but is uh, listen. Don't just dismiss. Mm -hmm. Listen Mm -hmm. to what we have to say. yeah, we may not have been around for the last 50 years, but we do have life experience that matters and we're working to clean up what what's here and and we want to live here too for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. So And we met at a dinner of like-minded oh, yes, yes, yes. individuals <laughs> and you and I were the youngest ones there and uh-huh. I don't know about you, but I was like very <laughs> shocked at the cynicism and dismissiveness of uh of young people yes. like oh, that dinner did you like uh like they're your kid they're like oh their opinions like whatever yeah, yeah. they're like well mm-hmm. you're you're talking you're, you say a lot you say a lot but what do you actually do and he and i'm looking are looking at each other he's like i'm a teacher and i'm like i'm saving the environment <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what i'm, I'm doing I'm it's weird right. yeah. uh, like we're putting our things into action what are you guys doing just telling us, just telling us we're wrong. Just and being like, grumpy, yeah, yeah, complaining and not doing anything. Like, come on. Also, I can't wait to get to that age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you young get whipper, off my lawn. young whippersnappers. <laughs> every, every generation wants to blame the youth. It's it's happened yeah. throughout history it's all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it always yeah. happens. And it's like, but like this thing with the millennials is millennials is different. Yeah, it's because we're such a large generation, right? But it's and like we're just way a lot different than baby boomers the previous well just different yeah. like because of the technology and the time we grew up in and i think i think our our resistance to labeling is also different right we don't like to siloize ourselves and label ourselves it's and the access to information i think that's the biggest yeah. difference we have over them they grew up with news you know three news stations we grew up with the internet yeah you know and skynet yeah. world skynet. news <laughs> world news tonight <laughs> skynet <laughs> skynet's always All with right. us <laughs> I love you, Sarah. Sarah, we we here at Up in the Mix are convinced <laughs> yes. that uh, machines are going to take over the world and save us from mm. the ineptitude of man. So, so every week we say we uh, always we always say Skynet mm. when you take over. Uh-huh. Please remember the kind people who yeah we, my, we my, believe in robot rights. Yeah. <laughs> husband he's uh-huh. got an iphone and and he he gets kind of mean with siri and i'm like dude don't do that it's <laughs> no. a bad idea she's, she's gonna remember listening. She's, she's gonna listening re- she's remembering and then elon musk is recording it out there in the cloud <laughs> and uh we think he's the head of skynet right now he'll be the one that accidentally <laughs> on purpose starts it yeah <laughs> uh, so uh yeah so 
Speaking of hubby, like, how did uh, you meet your hubby? Ooh. Yeah, was he like a high school sweetheart from one no. of the one of the nine high schools? <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. Uh, we actually, so he's a little older than me. Um, he went into the Marines when he turned eighteen. Okay. And I was fourteen, so I I did not know him mm-hmm. at that point. But uh, at that time, thanks for clarifying. That's, <laughs> That's, That's good. That's good. Good, good clarification, yes, man. Yes, yes. But I I started rock climbing at that time and met a bunch of folks in the rock climbing community and um, and really learned to love uh, love rocks in that community. <laughs> and a couple years Captain later, Planet. That's right, Captain Planet. That's what Captain Planet would say. Love water and the water. Um, <laughs> So, uh, four years later or so, I walked into Rock Sport, which was my gym, my gym of the only gym at the time, actually, in Reno, um, Reno Sparks. And uh, um, I took two steps in the door, looked up, and stopped <laughs> in my tracks. Ooh. And my mind was like, don't look stupid. Don't look stupid. Keep walking. Either turn <laughs> around or keep walking. You look like an idiot. And what, I'm like, what happened? I'm like doing the self check. Like, did I put deodorant on? <laughs> Is my hair doing right now? Yeah. Um, I'm staring at this beautiful man behind the counter, and he's looking at me too. And I'm like, fuck, I can't turn around. <laughs> I gotta keep going. You're he committed. saw me. You're, he you're saw committed. I'm going. Too legs, you're committed. legs move. Legs yeah. move. <laughs> legs engage. <laughs> so I, I walked in, and I'm, and I'm like, um, uh, hi. He's like, hey. <laughs> Words. Yeah. <laughs> a couple weird ones. <laughs> Are you a member here? I'm like, I, yeah, uh, sure, probably. <laughs> so he, he checked, and apparently, uh, he likes to tell this part of the story. Um, okay, this is good. I didn't cancel my membership when I moved away for college. When I came back, I had all of this debt, an unpaid monthly membership dues because I wasn't in town. And he looks at this and he goes, "Oh dear," and I'm like, "What?" He's like, whoa, a little bit of money. And I was like, dang it. So I told him a little bit about where I was. He's like, obviously, like you haven't checked in in months or whatever. And he's like, well, I don't do this for everybody, but I'm I'm going to just he, delete this he for the you. Delete- oh! <laughs> nice. And that's how you Smooth win. That's how you win. Oh, that's, what he, that's what he thinks it was, too. Yeah. yeah no, I would. No, it was his dashing good looks, obviously. Oh, yeah. I could not keep mm-hmm. my eyes off his forearms. He has these big manly <laughs> forearms. I was like, dang. Okay. We need to go have some beers. <laughs> I already Four like him. I already like him. Hitting the delete button for our, he sounds like a cool guy. He is. He's a really he's a really cool guy. And then yeah. so so okay, so he didn't ask for my phone number and I was like, Oh, he's not interested in that. And, you know, no, you I got you gotta like, leave him wanting. You gotta leave him thinking. Um, but worked. I did notice that he was like, he, w- he would come around and like was a little interested. So struck up a conversation with him and, uh, and he told me he was a Marine and I was like, I've always had a soft spot for our service members. Um, I think though that their commitment to, um, to, and conviction to the freedom of America is really, um, and it's just phenomenal. It's like, I, I, there's no, it's, it, it brings me heart warmies. Um, so, I, so I was like, is it okay if I hug you? <laughs> she asked like, permission. The consent, most consent, awkward consent. hug. Always consent. Most awkward <laughs> hug because I was like, he smells really nice and his forearms are really strong. I'm like, don't get too into this. It's just a nice hug. <laughs> This oh, is like your best story ever. And he held you nice and tight with those <laughs> forearms. Well, I don't think he wanted to squish me either. So he was like awkward as well. And I was like, this is so awkward. So we like, it was too long. 
It was like one of those too long hugs where you're like, oh, now who's going to break this? <laughs> yeah. Um, Her whole conversation sounds like I have this picture yeah. in my mind. Dude, like, I'm, I'm, dude, dude, great storyteller yeah, right here. Did yeah. butt out hug yeah. too, like his butt's out, yeah. like trying to be all nice. No, we were sitting on a bench together, so it was like a side <laughs> hug. Oh, oh that's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the awkward long side hug. Yep. Oh. Yeah, in the middle of a noisy climbing gym. Um, so he, mm-hmm. he fi- finally asked for my phone number, and I, I gave him a little heck for it. I was like, well, you could have just gotten it from my membership page. on, And he... Kind a little of, creepy, though. Yeah, yeah, that's totally what he said. Yeah. He said, I thought about that, but it's a little creepy. I wanted to ask permission to do that, and I appreciated that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we uh, bantered back and forth, and I was like, I was in a bad place, broke up with a, a long-term boyfriend, and I was like, I'm going to destroy him. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet, watch out. I don't want to get on the bad side of Captain Planet. Uh, so I say, that's very I, true I, though. I, played, I played the koi game for a while i was like hi ah, he would he would get a little intense and i'd be like back off back <laughs> off um and then uh, on christmas christmas day i i was starting to feel like i could come back around feeling love and like coming into being okay with finding something that that was more meaningful than where i had been and he was the first person who popped into my mind and we spent the evening together. We met at Roxy's in the Nugget and had no. really expensive martinis among the, uh, there was like um, an Asian pop star in town or something. Because this was Christmas was Day? So crowded. There were so many people <laughs> in the El Dorado. It was uh-huh. like a sea of people. Yeah. It was crazy crowded. We thought we'd have mm. a hard time finding an open place to have this first mm. date. You had your we first date on Roxy. Christmas. I had Roxy's too. <laughs> Roxy's. Yeah, it's a, yeah, gift. That's a, a gift for both of you guys. <laughs> that's we, a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we uh, we were kind of inseparable. At the time, I had decided I was going to go to Australia for a study abroad program. And um, I didn't want to define when I was coming back. And I didn't really have a place to live at the time either. So I was like, so I'm doing this thing. And he's like, yeah, go do the thing. And I was like, okay. So we were together for two months. And then I left for Australia um, and was gone for five months. And we ended up staying together while I was gone. I couldn't stop thinking about him. He was the only thing I wanted to come home to. And um, we did the long distance thing, made it work. And I came home in July, July 5th, because apparently flying on July 4th from Australia is like $100 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so I flew into San Francisco on July 5th, and he... <laughs> he oh, this is good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> he, had, he had planned this, this date, and I was like, all I want to do is go to a hotel. I've been on the plane for 14 hours. I just want to go take a shower and sleep. And he's like, no, 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 I want I want to go and do something. Plus, the, the hotel won't let us in until 3 o'clock anyways. And I was like, okay, well, bring me baby wipes so I can at least get like <laughs> the goo, like the plain gunk off me. So he, he picks me up and uh, takes me to the Japanese tea gardens. And mm, that's a good place. He didn't know that they charge you to go in. Oh. So we get up there and he's like, I don't have any cash. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's like 20 bucks a pop, too. <laughs> it is. It's mm-hmm. not cheap. But he had committed to this. And I was like, okay, well, we, let's go find an ATM, and which is like mm-hmm. five blocks away. We had to walk, mm-hmm. um, got some money, came back, and we're walking around. And I'm like, I'm so tired. It, will they let us into the hotel yet? 
And he's like, no, no, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, you are crazy. I like, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> um, we ended up on the top of that that arch that goes over the water. Yeah, feed, you yeah. know, the, that bridge, arch bridge. I've taken a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he starts getting all cute and sweet, and he's like, I really missed you. I'm super glad you're back. And I look over, and there's this dude, and he was so tall because that t- that arch is huge, no, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his head was like at the top of it. Oh dang! Standing on the side, mm-hmm. big guy, and just staring at us. With this goofy smile on his face. I think he could read the moment better yeah, than yeah, I yeah. could because I was like, let's go. This is creeping me out. Yeah. And so I dragged him out. I dragged him off this thing. And he obviously hadn't finished his piece. And he, he sat down on a rock. And he, he starts going again. And I'm like, where are you going with this? Like, I get it. I just want to go to the hotel. And I'm tired. I'm just super jet lag. To the point. Jet lag. Oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. Jet lag. Gross. Really smelly. I've been living in hostels for like two months before that. And uh, he pulls out a box and proposes Ooh. in the Japanese tea garden. Yeah. yeah. And he wanted to do it mm. on that arch. And, yeah. and I ruined and it you because ruined the it. weird guy yeah. in the swishy guy. jacket. And he did it while you were gross. Yeah. So was, yeah how beautiful is that? love right yeah. there. Right? Yeah. That's all you've awesome. been thinking about. Yeah. We need to have him on. This guy <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm trying to hang out with him. Let's get a bro I like this guy. Obviously, get this, he's, get this bro he's moving in silence and violence. Yes, of course. Yeah. Ninja right there. So next time, just make sure put fifty bucks in your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely bit. the best, the Dude, best. That's, that's uh, awesome marriage story yeah. we've ever had on the podcast <laughs> by far. Yes, like, that is awesome. I'm happy to ask that question. So, how long ago was that? How long have you guys been married now? We just had our seven year anniversary in June, and it'll be nine years together in December. Wow. Yeah. So engaged later. Engaged for a little bit, and then then the marriage. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. Yeah, we did. I did not think I would end up with like that that story, you know, of of graduating, marriage, and house, and children, and that is exactly how it went. Like graduated college, just like they say in books. (laughs) It's nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, not definitely, and we and now we have three beautiful yeah. babies. And how old are your kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a five-year-old, so she's starting kindergarten this mm-hmm. this fall, and a three and a half-year-old son. And um, my youngest is like twenty-one months or so now. This is the longest I haven't been pregnant in five years. All right, all right, <laughs> almost six years. Are you guys gonna have any more kids? Nope. No. <laughs> just, it's just Didn't like, even get the question out. <laughs> it's just like the books: two and a half kids. You know? Yeah. Right? That white picket fence. <laughs> suburbs 2.5 kids so yeah and a dog and a dog yeah what Parker? kind of dog yeah what what kind of dog uh she is a rescue so mostly lab but something else that makes her smarter <laughs> okay labs are dumb yeah. come on <laughs> yeah. and this one's super no smart. offense to any lab owners out yeah. there so come on yeah yeah, yeah. well that was an amazing that was, story. That was yeah. awesome. I think it <laughs> I think might be the, time for that was a yeah, perfect time, time for, for, for <laughs> a break. Yeah. yeah, we're taking a break. Uh, so we'll do my song of the week. Your song order? of the week. Yeah, my song of the week. Uh, since we're you know being a little political or whatever, my president by Young Jeezy. So um, just enjoy. Listen and enjoy. Yeah, we'll be back. Salute. Money's like green and my 
fishing for. Catch it, great white. Me, I see great white. Heaviest killer whale. I cannot believe this. Who knew it came in bail? Who knew it came with jail? Who knew it came with prison? Just cause you got opinions that make you a politician. Bush robbed all us. Would that make him a criminal? And then he cheated in Florida. Would that make him a seminar? I say and I quote, we need a miracle. And I say a miracle. Nigga boo, it's really a death storm that's worth it, my nigga clue. Catch me in Las Vegas, AR Arizona. Rep for them real niggas, I'm winning in California, winning in Tennessee. Hands down, Atlanta, landslide, Alabama. On my way to Savannah. Soon 
Alright, welcome back. That was My President by Jeezy. Caesar song of the week. Caesar, you want to tell the people about that song? Yeah, just uh, when Obama was in, you know, uh, Jeezy made this song, and um, I think Nas is in it as well. Yep. And uh, I don't know, just talking <laughs> about, like, finally, you know, like, you know, black president, how happy he is. And, um, what it felt like. Yeah, what it felt like. A lot of stuff went down. Like Z Trip did a whole like hour and a half set when oh for Obama's inauguration. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of awesome stuff that was happening because you know finally a uh, black president. You know so, but yeah. And I thought we were talking about politics and a little bit and like just not too serious, Jeezy. Like I said, he's, yeah, he's, he's 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 one of my guilty pleasures. Like don't <laughs> like don't get me wrong, Jeezy's awesome. Not. You know, no Freddie Gibbs for sure, but guilty pleasure. So, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. well, we are still joined here by uh, Sarah Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're running for the state assembly seat in District 24, correct? Yes. And you are running unopposed. Is that right? In the general, yep. In the general election. So nice. uh, the primaries obviously were in the beginning of June. Uh, you ran against what? Three different people? Yeah, there were four of us in that race. And uh, what was your what was that? Like the process of going from, all right, I'm going to run to that night when you're sitting waiting for the results. It was work. I mean, I just worked. Um, it was it was getting my name out there and talking to people and showing up at doors. I actually showed up at this place. Yeah. Brian told us that you came by. <laughs> um, I hit, oh, man, like over 2,000 doors in the wow. community by myself. And that's probably conservative. Um, but I, I just wanted to talk to people. I mean, I, it's funny cause people would talk about, uh, how I was running against the people, the other people who were running for this office. And I was like, hey, we're all Democrats. I'm not running against anybody. I'm running for something. I'm running for the environment. I'm running for these issues that I think are really important and underrepresented. And, uh, and that is different than running against right, people. Right. It's so refreshing to have a politician actually running for environment and something that you actually care about and not just trying to further your career you know like yeah. most politicians are just really in it they for see themselves it as like you know? a next, next yeah okay and this stool. step i need to do this mm-hmm. and this step four years later i need to do this and then in 2036 i can run for presidency <laughs> you know like it's every political science major or law student thinks mm-hmm. in progressions like that so it's refreshing to have but true true story uh i actually got to the point in my career where i i hit a question and I was like, "This, I need to find an answer. I don't believe in problems without solutions." So I'm, I'm mulling over this question. Engineer, <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I came, I came to the final thought that uh, the regulations are broken. Like I can't find a solution for this problem because the regulations are broken. And without somebody who identifies that making the change, I can't do my job anymore. So it is kind of a career stepping stone. It's like opening, a. am hoping to open space for more of the work that I do and mm-hmm. that I support in the environmental community. Well, that's good. That's why they need someone that has your background that understands the challenges to get in there and mm-hmm. make changes. They know about the environment. So, so this is awesome. This is one of the other things that came up for me a lot. People were like, "Well, do you only care about the environment? <laughs> Who <laughs> are you? What? Who only cares about one thing? No, I've got three kids. I care about our education system. I'm a product of it. Like, let's do what we need to do to to get it to a place where our, we're happy to send our kids every day." And where our teachers are happy to be there and where our administrators can mm-hmm. do the work they need to do. 
Um, let's talk about healthcare. Yeah. I've been on the uh, affordable care program mm-hmm. with my family. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. the ins and outs of how hard it is to navigate that and how how we need to uh, keep working towards making it um, making healthcare available to everybody. Mm-hmm. That I had three uh, true another mm-hmm. true story. Women's rights. I've had three kids and not a single one of them were covered under my insurance at the time. Because I chose an alternative path. I had Mm -hmm. midwives as opposed to doctors. And because we don't have a a midwife nursing certificate in Nevada, my insurance wouldn't cover it. Yeah. And my husband's a veteran, so he he didn't have insurance. He he didn't get uh, registered with the VA because it has a bad bad rap, right? Um, He was worried about being... being, and told he would, that he was broken, essentially. Mm-hmm. PTSD was too much for him, so he didn't do it. And but once we figured out how much cheaper it would be for us, for him to be on that yeah. care mm-hmm. that he deserves to have because yeah, of the, right. <laughs> the four years of that service he put, he put in, in the yeah. three yeah. tours to Iraq mm-hmm. he served, wow. um, that, it, 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 that it was a, no, a no-brainer for us to send him there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, there are a lot of issues in our community that we need to address that, that don't impact that impact everybody in different ways but indirectly mm-hmm. yeah direct mm-hmm. and indirect and to just come at it from a different perspective um because i'm not a politician because i'm not a political science major because i'm not an economist i think mm-hmm. i see the world a little differently because i work with tribal governments i work with communities that need help i'll say we need more engineers and mathematicians in government not just law students mm-hmm. and you know you're getting a little general, general, yeah. generalizing here. We need more scientists in here. government, though. I don't know. There just needs to be pretty a, much thing. It needs to be a good balance. Different eyes, just different eyes looking at the same problem, and then everyone could find a better answer to these problems. Because different perspective, yeah, in exactly. a different dimension. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's it. Not necessarily like scientists or just any anybody else. So well, when you bring help. in a, um, when you bring together a multidisciplinary team, you see the unintended consequences that can happen in right. a different light, mm-hmm. uh, and are, it's easier to mitigate, I think, um, or at least identify them before they happen and hurt people or things or the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Um, so, as you've been running, has there been like any? What's the, cha- the most challenging part of this whole process been like? having a family and having a job and then because like you know you're not just like someone who just running as a politician you also have a job and a family mm-hmm. how's yeah, well, that we have a citizen-led legislature so all of us are expected to have jobs that pay the bills yeah because you guys get paid what 150 dollars per day or yeah, something that we're in session and that's in only session? weekdays and it's only nine to five that we're expected to be working oh, damn. Uh, i am wow. not i have not been there yet but i hear it's grueling um <laughs> and a little more than that um, but, uh, the hardest part has been, has, has been funding the campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. It is amazing how much money people tell you you need to win a campaign. It is a small income in our community. I raised a small income mm-hmm. for mine. Ridiculous, right? There's people who have raised large incomes, $75,000 for a three month campaign. Dang. That's wow. nuts. That's and a, this is just for state legislature. Yeah. Like, it's just that just shows you how much money is involved mm-hmm. and how much it's affected our political process. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and and it, and it creates uh, it creates isolation, right? So now now the dialogue is if you don't have money or access to that money, then you can't be a politician, mm-hmm. right. and that doesn't that doesn't facilitate full representation. And then once you are a politician, you're competing against other people for that same money. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then, I mean, it's just favors. I mean, it just leads to corruption, favors, yeah, all sorts of ill mm-hmm. begotten things. Because like, yeah, the more money they win, you know. Air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> Sorry. You know, to the viewers out there. <laughs> yeah, because they viewers. can see what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> Skynet sees me, though. Uh, what has your experience been like like as a female running for office in this political mm. climate just in the last year and a half? P- people tell me I look young. <laughs> that was weird. Huh. Although it's... As like, a, ha- as like a negative? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like uh, you look older in your photos... Or, um, or you have three kids or you've been working for 10 years. That that's been interesting. And that's been about as, as like as, as sexist as it's gotten. I don't think that a 30 year old man walking. Yeah. I was just thinking no one one does command those questions at all. Um, but as a, as a mom, right. Which is a female, Mm -hmm. um, quality I have. Identity. It is, yeah, thank you. It is different. <laughs> it is different. Um, it's it, people. I had one woman who yelled at me because I was out campaigning at a campaign event, not with my children. And I was like, this is my story, not yours. This is my, my, my life kids. and my <laughs> Those kids. Are your kids. I'm the parent, uh-huh. not not yours. And that, so that was interesting. So she was just, like mad that like you weren't out there with your kids mm-hmm. to like. To show that show you're, them off or you're, something? You're no, like she was mad family. that I wasn't home with my kids oh, because they must oh. be missing me so much. Uh, of course, much. wow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, which uh, I guess that's the narrative of the working mom. Yeah, your kids, your kids aren't a little independent. <laughs> Don't need mommy all the time. Well, they have a yeah. wonderful dad. Yeah. My husband's been a stay-at-home parent for um, way more than I've been home. See goals as well, right there. It's <laughs> one of my goals. <laughs> I love kids, so yeah, like stay home yeah. dad would be right up my jam. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to have baby in the front, camera bag in the back. You know, that's that's yeah. life goal. That's life goal right there. That's such it an old works. old way of looking at things. It is. It yeah. is. And he like, makes it work for him too. Like he's a fisher a fisherman, mm-hmm. so he straps the baby on his back and goes out fishing. Look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she loves it. it. She mm-hmm. she gets a kick out of it watching him real fit. Well, mm-hmm. he he uses a ten car rod, which doesn't have a reel. So watching him pull <laughs> fish in, yeah. she gets a kick out of it. No, and that's good because then now they're uh, bonding, you know, yeah, in an activity. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, and he. He's a little bit more hands off, not a helicopter parent. So my kids are. I was joking today with my boss. They're a little bit feral. Uh, they're, <laughs> really, they're really independent, um, and they and they do their own thing. You know, kids they, need to be independent. They do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, helicopter you, parenting is terrible. Don't do it. You just like you just need to guide them a little bit. Just give them the little hey, the dad voice, yeah, pro- and that's it. You know, provide boundaries and, and let them run. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that it's a little bit different than boundaries. It's like provide because uh, they figure out their own boundaries kids don't push themselves much farther than they they can actually go it's instinctual right. if you let them if you dismantle that and don't let them figure out their instinctual boundaries then that's when they push them to the point of getting hurt my kids have never had i mean my, my son he let, leads his life with his head but he's never had a, a trauma so bad we've had to take him to the doctor um 
but he that's because he he goes as far as he can and then he comes back and is like that was a little far for me this time yeah. <laughs> you gotta learn that yeah you gotta learn that. learn yourself boundaries yes yeah <laughs> i have a uh, my nephew's almost two and like watching him like when he's learning how to like walk downstairs you know he just realized he can't just walk normal mm-hmm. on the stair or he falls on his face yeah. and he just then he like uses like puts his hand he used to like yeah. put his hand down to walk down now he can go down pretty good rail. yeah pretty good yeah. but it's still like yeah a little, then, a little iffy and then babies in general they're top heavy they just fall straight to their face <laughs> oh it, yeah, <laughs> every, dude, time. At, every time at christmas time every it's, corner it's every like, anything and like they just scorpion it's like his forehead's time. a magnet for <laughs> yeah. the floor and it's just like they're like oh his face and i'm like babies fall on their face all day there's no baby that doesn't they're top heavy they need to grow into that head <laughs> well let's wait till your son's like 10 12 years old oh. and then you're gonna be like oh yeah like, guys like, are dumb because yeah. guys are dumb yeah, like, <laughs> he's gonna a test te- a little bit so more than like middle think. school teacher i'm always like no, like there you have to enforce boundaries. Yeah. They just don't care anymore. Yeah. It's like if you let them go, they might that's like in gravity. They just mm. might keep going. <laughs> vacuum. Yeah. Adolescent boy vacuum. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't grow up until I don't think I'm fully grown up either right now. So. You're still a kid. Yeah. Me either. That was one of those other uh-huh. narratives I had as a kid. It's, um, my my mom would be like whatever balancing the checkbook and I'd like start crying. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you, you have oh, you know, happens to everybody. Yeah, adulting uh, it sucks, but it ha- has to be done. Like, will you realize one day that you're an adult? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> what day was that? I don't know. <laughs> it probably wasn't good for me. Yeah, it was probably with like a kid called me dad by accident it was like you use like my dad like what <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> uh, yeah that's dangerous as well <laughs> yeah yeah let's, let's get back on track <laughs> we di- we diverge so uh besides the environment uh what issue are you most passionate about that affects northern nevadans okay i've kind of talked about this as like the quality of life um, I love Nevada. I love Reno and ha- maintaining livability and quality of life here is really important to me. And I think that that is one of those all inclusive issues, right? We have to have affordable housing. We have to have access to healthcare, which means providers, right? right. We have to have high quality education where we can send our children. We have to have good jobs that people want to work and are happy working. So we, you know, all of these things our issues in in our area that I'd like to help address in ways that I can. Um, I don't. I, so yeah, I don't think that there's one of those that I, is most important in my opinion. I think that to create and facilitate uh, Reno being a place where people want to live, we have to address all of them and ensure that the decisions we make on one only impact the others in a beneficial way. <laughs> Def- yeah, that's a definitely. Great answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I was like, voting on November, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it the uh, sixth this year? Yeah. I think so. Oh, so okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about that we haven't mentioned? Uh, I'm put me on the hot seat. Yeah, we, we went, can. And we can come back. We can come back. Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah, okay. we, we went over love, the environment, water, <laughs> love. forearms, <laughs> forearms. Um, what would you say? Awkwardness. What's, I want to hear. What's your take on the political climate 
of Nevada, like the assembly from your perspective, like the, the Senate and the assembly in Nevada, like what is the climate like there? So I'm learning a lot more about it. Um, I think when you're on the outside and you have your the things that you're interested in, you follow your bills, the bills you're interested in, you kind of develop your own story about what's mm-hmm. actually going on there. Um, I, what I'm learning is that there's there's um, kind of long-term ideologies, right? People think long-term. What can we get done this year that will help us next year and, or next term and getting mm-hmm. or session, next session and getting something done that will get us in 10 years to this place where we would like to be? Because we have a really dynamic state. We have, uh, you know, a huge rural population relatively. We have large urban area in Vegas. We have, um, we have really high... Uh, socioeconomic diversity across the state um, and it, which leads to political diversity, uh, political ideology diversity. We are definitely a cowboy state. People mm-hmm. don't want their things to change. They want to be in control. But then we have to facilitate like how to help people who don't have that much control in their life. So it's a balancing act that ends up in, in kind of small steps and is what it looks like to me. Yeah. Of course, I won't be there till February. In February, <laughs> right, we true. may I may have a different perspective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, or, or next June. Whenever you're next year. Yeah, put it on the schedule. Yeah, we have yeah. to now because she, yeah. be, she might be too busy for us. Pencil's in right now. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to move on to the news. Mm-hmm. Insert sound effect here. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so this week, I mean, the thing ever we have to talk about was the 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 summit slash meeting whatever you want to call it between mm. uh trumpito and and uh and putin, putin? in helsinki <laughs> oh, so man. okay so i was at trivia last night uh-huh. and three of the seven groups were named putin something <laughs> <laughs> one of them was putin on the ritz one of them, <laughs> that was the best they won the name game that mm. night last night i forget the other two but mm. they were funny it was definitely a thing this week and the, and the, the memes wow. the, the internet with the memes <laughs> the internet once again skynet internet you guys are winning always wins uh, dude i saw one before i got here and it was uh um kylie jenner and what tyga is that her baby? Yeah. and then they're like cover where he's like sitting oh, down, yeah, and holding her naked, it, and then Trump and Putin, yeah, Trump yeah. Holding, <laughs> it's Putin um, holding Trump. Yes, yeah. uh, it's uh, the internet, and I love how the internet's so fast as well. Or like when he come, mm-hmm. when he comes out, and there's one where like where Putin's like arm out to Trump, like to like, and Trump's about to talk, but he's yeah. all hunched over, and it's like uh, <laughs> like when your dad's telling you to introducing you to someone, <laughs> one of his friends. <laughs> It's like uh, that. It kept being replayed. The like, I'm not a puppet. You're a puppet. I'm not a puppet. You're, and then like, Putin's in the background, like smiling. It's like, dude, he is. Did you guys young. watch the press conference? I heard it. No, like I don't watch it, but I I try not to have him take any of my time. It was, I just love how he says something, mm-hmm. and then the next day he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean to say that. I, I misspoke." I, I mean, that's like, that's what he always oh, okay. does. And then just says certain, more garbage. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, what I really meant to say is this." Or, I just felt oh like watching it. Putin was trying not to laugh the whole time. Yeah. He's like, "This is this idiot is <laughs> like, like I, when they I, I when the guy that. asks like a super easy like so do you believe in the seventeen U.S. intelligence agencies <laughs> that said Russia meddled in the election?" And yeah, I believe this guy. <laughs> he <laughs> strong and powerful, strong and powerful. <laughs> like I know mm. weakness when I see it, mm. and I know strength. He looks scared out there too. I did see a, like see it like Dude. you know the. 
you know, recaps of it, he looks scared up there. Like, Dude. Putin has something mm-hmm. on him. Like, I think he owns a couple billion dollars to Russia. P-tapes. And they have the other oh, P-tapes. No. But I think it's more than just P-tapes. I think they own <laughs> his, like, no one would lend Trump any money after the or after Taj Mahal mm-hmm. failed. No American bank or European bank would really loan the Trump organization money, so you had to go to Russia. Mm. So he's got at least a billion dollars outstanding with them. You know That's who else keeps coming up is Steve Bannon as a right. connection, mm. which really? is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then when they asked when Putin said he wanted Trump to win the election after Trump was like, "No, they, you know they he, he wanted Hillary to win because she's weak." Like, <laughs> well, Jesus like uh, you're weak as well, so it, <laughs> yeah. it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Putin's winning. <laughs> yeah, Putin's definitely winning. Yeah, especially the meme game. <laughs> yeah, I keep I keep hearing we're supposed to be great mm. at winning. When yeah. is that supposed to happen? Yeah. Because that's not what I saw the other day. Now, and it's just like I still. Shout out to his advisors who don't do anything and then just let 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 Trumpito say whatever he wants. Like, what are you guys there for? You just wasting money? Well, he's someone who just bullshits all the time. Yeah. You can't control that. Exactly. Speaking of that, uh, Sean Spicer just wrote a book about his experience with uh, Trump. And uh, he was on NPR doing an interview about it. He was like, it's not my job to, to call the shots. It's just kind of to say what, what the president's thinking and say his views. It's not my job to say what's right or wrong or whatnot. And, Sounds like back. a moral coward yeah. would, would say. You have ridiculous. to you have to guide them, set boundaries. You know, like <laughs> you got to you got to make stand sure. for what you believe yeah. in. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah. but anyways, yeah. Boo. I hear the stress over there is really terrible. One of the other things mm. that has come out of this is that no one in the cabinet can get a date on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why imagine. it's so stressful. <laughs> Putin, <laughs> Putin needs to send some mail orders brides over. <laughs> Oh, fix that. Yeah, right I hope that Nevada fix that Congress right isn't as bad as our national Congress legislation. Yeah. Legislation. legislation, yeah. I don't know. Gen- right now, we have a pretty good group. Yeah. I don't well, know. like the lower down you get, the less like mm-hmm. uh, ideal, like the less like hardline right. people are. I feel Although like we could talk about Hoff because that's cool. What's that? Dennis Hoff. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what, what happened? He's running for... Uh, he's Assembly. The guy, he's the guy that oh, owns uh, yeah, okay. the, the... Brothels the, and yeah, yeah, Ranch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That so guy is crazy. Note. He's running for on the Republican side, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like okay. Trump Jr. He like calls himself mm-hmm. Trump. Like He's does all the same stuff Trump does. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong men, right? Same, same message. Uh, he he owns brothels in, in Mound House, mm-hmm. which is like a 10-minute drive from where I grew up. Okay, so I do know where Silver City is. Cochino. Cochino. No, no, no. I know where Mound House is. I know where Mound House is. Cochino. That's where the bear goes hibernate. (laughs) Anyways, back to your story, sir. Well, one of the hot mm. topics that's been coming up recently is uh, is is rights of uh, sex workers, and I think that was one of the stimulants for um, uh, for Hoff good, to good run. Play on, good play on words. <laughs> well, because if he can't, if if sex workers have rights like unionized rights to work, then he can't strip them of their value in the way he does. Like, mm-hmm. They. I had a couple of friends who looked into the business and um, to work in a brothel, you have to work there for about three years to break even. Wow. Oh, dang. Wow. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, 
Sounds terrible. Three years? Three years, and that's full time, right? And the idea is that you mm. get your regular clients, about 15 regular clients every week for three years that would pay it off enough so that you could actually start making money. Wow. Well, well fuck that guy. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I read some article from, uh, I don't know where it was, it was one of the local... Uh, papers and I was just like this guy is so crazy makes me and he's like favored to win isn't he his district so the Democrat who's running against him is a teacher with no money yeah in a conservative district in Nye County Nevada good old family values yeah she needs needs all the help she can get though because there's not really a mechanism to not seat Huff. So if you mm. can, you have a couple dollars, you can send her way. She's got a PayPal. Who is it? What's her? her? I'd have to look up. Her I don't name. know. I'm sorry, Stat guys. man who's supposed to do the fucking research. Right, I wonder this, who it this, is. Isn't this your job? You're all. Yeah. Sarah, his one job is yeah. to look stuff up like that. And he asked the question that oh. like he needs to be looking up. <laughs> she said, oh, she said, oh, not that she found uh, just it. Ru- uh, that, like, type it here. I'll yeah. tell you here. You can learn how to use Google. Dennis Hoff. Primary like opponent. Anyway, the next while to, he's doing that, I'm about to put something on Craigslist. <laughs> the only reason checker. I don't know is because I'm really terrible with names. Me too. I'm good with faces, Fine. bad right. with names. Brittany Miller. Brittany nope. Miller. Nope. 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 Oh, incumbent. Yeah, Brittany wait. Miller is great. She's in Vegas. Pac mm. Man got it see. wrong. <laughs> well, she's the incumbent, really? No, James Oscarson, who was a pretty moderate and unworkable Republican, lost to Hoff. Yeah. I'm looking. Of course. I'm looking. As soon as he said moderate, I thought reasonable, so I'm sure he lost. Well, he voted for the commerce tax, and I think people in that district were like, oh, more taxes? Bye. I did like on your website how you say, I'm going to say it. We need more taxes to pay for stuff. Nevada's like such a low tax state. People don't realize it. it. And it's funny too because if you want more things, things cost money. They cost money, yes. And as your state grows, you Mm. need more services. Yes. So that costs money. Like... When you can't you, have no taxes no, on any of the yeah. businesses. It, like the, the tax breaks to the businesses. You can't just. No. <sighs> just like anything in like the, there's the thing. But uh, it's just kind of like where she was talking about before when uh, you're uh, living like um, quality, quality, of quality, of life. quality of life. Like I wouldn't mind paying a little bit more taxes if my quality of life was better. Exactly. Like people out there in like what uh, Sweden, it's Norway, like, Switzerland, yeah, all those countries. Where it's like they take sixty percent of their income, but there's so like, like forty. Forty. But like uh, you know, like universal health care, universal health care, maternity and paternity leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids go to higher education for like, free. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so crime is down. Uh, drugs down. Like. What are you going to say, Kevin? Uh, he's running against uh, Lysia Romanoff. Oh, Romanoff. Romanoff. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she on the Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> Vote <Yeah>. for her. <laughs> Do, though. So check her out. L- 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 what is it? Lysia? L E S I A. Lysia Romanoff. L E S I A. Lysia Romanoff. Romanoff. O V. Romanoff. But she's a teacher um, and obviously cares to be running against Hoff. Yeah. I am, I've heard good things. Well, I have I mean, not met her yet. Teachers. It's a low bar to beat him, so yeah. hopefully she's great. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it is a conservative district. It's going to take a lot for her to. Yeah, conservative district. They might not like your last name. Plus, he's famous. Mm-hmm. So, like, people are going to vote for him. Because Hype Beast. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Once again, Hype Beast. We'll get to Hype Beast in yeah. a second. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing, I'm not even sure. I just saw this on the internet a couple <laughs> times. Apparently, I've seen. I'm not going to be. Yeah, can you look this up? I'm not going to be. I'm not trying to be racist, but yeah. I've just seen several unathletic Caucasian women leaping from moving cars. I think they're trying to dance. I'm not really sure, but they eat shit and like hurt themselves. Ooh. But it's some sort of new challenge. Is this like the Tide Pod thing? Yeah, it's like some sort of new mm. challenge. I'm not mm. sure. Like we, like multiple people have talked about it with me this week. I was like, what is I that? feel like it's goes right in the whip. Yeah. But that was like popular like 2005. Yeah. E40 already told us how to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, like someone posted on the on our on our group thing. Yeah. The girl in the car and she like mm-hmm. jumps out and. They're going like 18 miles per hour. So jump onto as another, soon as her yeah. feet hit the ground, she trips over herself and falls flat <laughs> first on her face. Like it's like Beavis and Butthead. And I'm just like, what is like? I keep yeah. seeing different videos of girls doing this. Like, what is challenge is this? You can't move your legs at 80 miles an hour. At 18 miles, like 15. Yeah. Like that's why I said they're unathletic yeah. because they're not going. They're going like. Faster than you yeah. should be. I don't know about unathletic, but they're also not smart. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the unathletic is the way they <laughs> yeah. fall. They fall like yeah. you know, like just they're surprised at what's happening. Yeah, because like because we were talking like a couple weeks ago, like Usain Bolt, fastest man on the planet, runs at like you know like twelve miles an hour or something like yeah. that. And then if you're already going eighteen, you're definitely not as fast as him. Well, you know? just if you're jumping from a moving car, I feel like you should be prepared to like tuck and roll and like, protect yourself like have you seen any die hard like you got to do what you know mclean does tuck just and roll and just take and it and that's it okay yeah, i got some insight on it <laughs> there we go there. <laughs> so it's like it was a reddit post it's like why is everyone trying to ghostwrite their whip and failing at it <laughs> and it was um so weird it string was of a, words. on a drake's recent album he had a song name in my feeling the dance didn't have a involve a car but it's him dancing the hashtag shiggy challenge and it blew up. People started doing their own. Oh, this is because of, of Drakey Poo? Dude, yeah, Drakey Poo. Will Smith did the dance yeah. top of a bridge, oh, dancing next yeah. to a moving car, sunset. Yeah, I mean, done the clarify, blah, blah. So it's just people just mm. going too fast. They're like, Drake, where the people will come Drake, That's how dumb kids are now. They can't even ghost ride the whip anymore. Drakey Poo, use so your, it's basically, use your powers for me, good. A lot of influence come with their own challenge. At least usually dancers or stunts challenging to perform in like a unique and interesting way. That's how you know it's summertime. That's how you know it's summertime. They got nothing else else to do. (laughs) This wouldn't have happened in November, but the middle of June, July, Uh, kids are going to be doing dumb shit like this and putting it on the internet. And like, um, and like what Drake does, like, give me a break. You're not, you're not, first of all, you're not on his level. So (laughs) it made me so much more mad that Drake was fine. Uh, (laughs) My God. It's Uh. a shitty challenge. The Shuggy Challenge. Yeah. We should make a video where I just stop and get out of a parked car. <laughs> I'm like, look, kids, this is how you do it. <laughs> Shuggy Challenge. And play some Pusha T in the background. Or, or <laughs> yeah, or we could do it like on uh, um, Red, how Bruce Willis just walks out of the car nonchalantly. Oh <laughs> Once again, <laughs> Bruce Willis, effects, John McClane. Are you going to watch the roast of Bruce Willis? Uh, yes. I know of you're course. a huge fan. Yes. And I'm going to go see, yeah, Die Hard will be in the theaters. I almost yeah. saw Big the other day, but I was a little too late. It was in the movie theaters. Well, the Isn't la- that the 
No, it was a. Uh, it was a special like yeah phantom event. Yeah. Oh 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 mm-hmm. big. Yeah. yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. I saw that. Come yeah, around. and it was like, and I was like shooting photos and kind of got there too late mm-hmm. and didn't want to miss the beginning because that's when the their bromance got connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys do the films on tap thing? Mm-hmm. Films on tap. Also. Is that the? Is that the? cheap films at the gsr mm-hmm. no so mm-hmm. films on tap is like a i think it's a free thing they do um they just host videos like shows in the park and have beer and mm-hmm. you can go hang out and watch movies oh like the movies in the park downtown mm-hmm. yeah yeah i was down there i didn't watch it but like mean girls was playing yeah. oh yep that was their. i think they're yeah. we, we decided to go elsewhere <laughs> yeah but i got movie pass so i don't i don't need Caesar yeah. goes like a movie at least so a week. Movie yeah. Pass mm-hmm. is about to go bankrupt, though. That's, that's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're yeah, they're tanking. But they're about yeah. to issue a shitload more stock, so they got a couple more months to survive. But their stock price has gone from like thirty dollars to about eleven cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. It's probably cents my right fault. Now. I'm like, yeah. like I'm three movies a week. It's our <laughs> fault. We we talked about Movie Pass last last yeah. October yeah. on episode yeah, five and told he, everyone to go get it. The CEO did a, no. like an interview and he's a, he expected people like, oh, people normally go to the movies like once or twice a month and that's like what he's mm-hmm. expected. You know, they, they, he kind of wants yeah. it to be like a gym membership where you pay for it and don't use it but then people are going four or five times a yeah. week. People aren't stupid. <laughs> and they're, no. They realize that this is a great... To go to a movie. <laughs> like, this was no, a great it's thing. An awesome investment. They have like, to, when we went to New York... Mm-hmm. We went three days in a row to the movie theater, just my girlfriend and I, and just in movie tickets for those three days, it would have been $150. Ooh. Yeah. And guess I just paid $20 for that month. And that was only a weekend. <laughs> like, the, I was going, yeah, they're, I was they're going all week. Yeah. It's not sustainable. They have to get like a break even point of enough but, subscribers. But they've so been, it, they've been, they, uh, they did something with like uh, iHeartRadio. So they like try to bump up the membership, and you get like three months of iHeartRadio. That obviously didn't work. But the thing, the thing is not working. Is like I was gonna get Movie Pass, and then I realized that even with Movie Pass, I wouldn't go to the movies enough. Mm. That's what he's hope, that's what they're of. hoping on. That's no, it's need. not Netflix. He's just this guy's right. just miscalculating. Well, also, well, he's the thing bad with Netflix, and that's the thing. And but. I thought they were going to sell our information to like uh, like Paramount and like those so no, big ones, but they is, did it um, and they kept it. That's like the thing they said to their mm. investors that wasn't true. Yeah. The, the parent company that owns this is all Helos and Matheson, and they're an actual data and analytics company. So they're just one part. MoviePass is just one part of this business. So it's a failing business already. <laughs> and then they added this on top of it, basically. Yeah, because so. they decided to keep it so they could do their own movie. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Tickers you know. HMNY. We'll I don't know. De La Photo winning though. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Last thing, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Serena Williams. Oh. Made the finals of Wimbledon last weekend, mm-hmm. a year after almost dying from complications to childbirth. Mm. Like super crazy, you know, like was ranked like 15th or something, made it all the way to the mm-hmm. finals. She lost to someone much younger than her that yeah. didn't almost die from childbirth <laughs> a year ago. I feel like if, the, if if like Tom Brady, it's like if Tom Brady had almost died a year ago and then made it to the Super Bowl, yeah. it would have been a huge story. And I feel like not that many people talked about it because mm-hmm. of tennis and, and it's women. But, but like also mm-hmm. almost died because her insides, like trauma to your insides. Uh-huh. From yeah. she, like she said she lost track. She had like, Five or six. She lost track after five or six surgeries. She had so many surgeries. Mm. She had like a blood she, clot in her leg too. That yeah, like, like all the stuff so that, I mean, life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, she got injured playing her sport. No. Yeah. Life-threatening, almost died. 
There's an comes HBO back show. a year. HBO year. show, like a three-part series on her. Oh, really? Bee and Serena. Yeah. Oh, I need to watch good. that. It's actually yeah. really good. She won the Wimbledon or one of the Opens, I think the Australia Open, while she was pregnant. Yeah, last year she mm-hmm. won while she was pregnant. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of my like, favorite athletes of all time. I was so tired now when she's I was married. pregnant. I can't even And imagine. then she's winning. <laughs> yeah. She's beating not pregnant women. Yeah. <laughs> At the professional <laughs> level. At the professional level. <laughs> She's but, like, they're like, I mean, she's one of the greatest athletes yeah. of all time. Yeah. She could play with the guys, you know? Oh. And that's the thing. Like, she's that good. She's that good. She's uh, I, uh, yeah. So, salutes mm-hmm. to Serena Williams. And she's yeah. married to Alexis um, Ocean. She's a co-inventor of Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed yeah, him. Uh, they just, showed him. Uh, I was watching the final. She lost. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was watching the semifinal. They showed him in the, in the crowd last week. But Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Plus, I would, she crypt walk yeah. one time when yeah. she won. Oh yeah, Hamilton, and everyone uh, got mad, and I was yeah. like, Ah yes, that's right. Make she's from Compton. Come Make, on, yeah, I just love their yeah. story. How they grew up in their Compton. Their dad just decided that they're he's going to teach them tennis, and and they, they lived across mm-hmm. from like a park, like in walking distance. So it is like and like, like the gangbangers would like protect them, yeah. yeah, while they were practicing tennis. Mm-hmm. Her like, and her sister. I want to go to like a Wimbledon one year or like a U.S. Open, you know, but it's just. Uh, it's definitely not in my echelons right <laughs> yeah, now. It's not your tax bracket. <laughs> yeah, not in my tax bracket. <laughs> so I, I might look the part, but I don't got the you know the ends for it. <laughs> well, uh, the, before we go to Sponsor the, the break and my song of the week, Caesar, hype beast. Or our word of the week is hype beast. <sighs> Explain to our listeners what hype beast means. So hype beast is because you like. You like something because everybody else likes it. Or that it's popular. That is popular, yeah. It's kind of like... Bandwagon? Um, bandwagon-ish. It's kind of like... Uh, it's like when Chick-fil-A comes to Reno and people camp out and wait in line for it. Yeah, and like it's like... It's, or In-N-Out. It's definitely... Or Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it's not the best chicken. Where there's they better... Awesome dips, you can yeah. go get a better donut at the local donut store. Exactly. Or you can go get a better... Like sandwich. jelly donut. Jelly donut. Yeah. Jelly donut. They're crumb donut awesome so yeah it's just like you're just hyped off something because everyone else is just all excited about it and then it just snowballs into this and it blinds you like you can't give an accurate Mm -hmm. judgment of the quality of something because you've already been blinded by that you're like uh penthouse dude like he's probably gonna win because he's famous and people like famous people even though they do regardless of their qualifications good or bad yeah like good or bad it doesn't matter just because they're famous you know and that's just like being a hype beast like just be real and just that's it i love um urban dictionary's definition it's like overhypes everything such as clothing parties concerts and other shit like when in reality it really sucks yeah just like you know, like don't. I'm constantly those, worried. I'm that. Yeah. Like, like well, Sarah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're not. Yeah, a hype yeah. you're not a hype beast. <laughs> you no. love Tokyo sushi. It's great, but I, you may not like yeah. it. Actually, you may not. It may not be your thing. But mm-hmm. I love it. No, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm always skeptical. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm, I'm not heard of that thing. I like my thing. I'll yeah. try it and see. And then I'm like, oh, actually, it's good. Yeah. So just don't. So be, I feel like don't going in with that protects you from being a hype beast. When you're always skeptical. Oh, this is new. I don't know. Yeah, just keep it real, y'all. That's mm-hmm. all it is, you know? Like, follow your heart, not everybody else's heart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're following your heart, make sure you're following it because it's mm-hmm. your heart, not because... Yeah. They said it's your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little too deep here. Yeah. So that's or just, just enough. That's just it, you know? 
I'm always worried about the drama. Like, get this hype about something, and then you're like, wait, wait, wait. What's but what's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. And then you find out Chick Fil A, and then you find out right? what mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby, and you're like, I'm so glad I never spent money there. Yeah. You guys are right? s- not okay. Perfect thing. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a there's a hype beast holiday for each season. Wintertime, the hype beast holiday is New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Springtime, it's St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Nice. Summertime, it's 4th of July. Mm-hmm. I know, Cinco de Mayo is up there in yeah. the springtime. And is fall there. is uh, Halloween. Yeah. People yeah. are always tried too hard to do too much on those holidays instead of just relaxing and having a good time. Here, here's nice. another example. Like the rodeo and Night at the Country. <laughs> when these... Shout out to Ricardo. Yeah. But he's, he's, he's more of a cowboy than these average hype beasts. Right. But... It's just like there's brand new boots. You buy brand new boots, <laughs> brand new belt buckle, brand new cowboy Not hat. Not once wear that out. And you, all you do is wear it to go to the fucking Jack Daniels tent <laughs> and try to get all fucking tossed up and tipsy and shit. And that's a fucking hype beast. Like you're not a fucking cowboy. Don't. Be, it's not fucking Halloween. <laughs> Those were my exact words when I was dude, ranting I'm, about this at the I'm, bar. I forgot, <laughs> dude, I forgot, I forgot someone someone posted that. They're like, oh, look at all these girls with brand new cowboy boots. And I was like, that's at the rodeo for those 10 days as well. Like, it ain't new. Reno's just a bunch of hype beasts. Facts. <laughs> I'm I think the, that is everywhere. I'm at the Let's just not limit that. No, to no, no, Reno. but there's it's no, everywhere. but in no, it, it, Nevada yeah. in general because mm-hmm. like people have an inferiority complex, mm-hmm. so it's worse here than like if you're from like the Bay Area mm-hmm. or, or like LA. a bigger city from bigger uh, city or stuff. Yeah, like Nevada. it doesn't yeah. affect you as much uh-huh. because like there's more diversity. There's more stuff yeah. and more diversity, so you don't uh-huh. have to like you know here like it's like people think it's like a mm-hmm. like badge like oh look. Now we got In and Out. We're more official. Now we got Chick Fil A. We're more official. Now we have a Costco. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. So and that's like why big it corporations feeds into that. too. Like big corporations yeah. went yeah, like, that. you know. If you're like, if you like, where my parents live on Long Island, they don't allow those places to cut. Like they mm-hmm. don't allow big box corporations. Yeah, like in San Francisco, they have like ordinances. There's no Walmart, mm-hmm. no Costco, nothing yeah. like that. Same thing in San Francisco. In the city of San Francisco, you can't have a Walmart. You can't. It has to be. A mom and pop, it has to be a something that's why so much good, boutique, good food, yeah. good shit there, yeah. And like, that's the thing. And then, like, when it's like a big, uh, like urban metropolitan area, there's little niches and like they're accepted. And kind of like how Midtown is, yeah. Whereas, like, if you go outside of like the downtown Midtown mm-hmm. area, you have chain restaurants, yeah. And if you try and open your own restaurant, it's really hard because people aren't going to go there. Because they're not hype beasts. Because it's not hype beasts. Yeah. Unless your name is Mark Esty. Yeah. Unless then people right. hype beast you yeah. for it. So like, and like, that's the thing. And it's I feel just like, like we talked about this enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. What's your song, Sean? My song I'm is, mad. is our, uh, one of our man crushes. <laughs> Side note, last night, uh, Rachel and I were at uh, mm-hmm. uh, Under the Rose. Salutes to Michael's Rachel. Yeah. And... <laughs> Not so other, many. Nick Rachel. Not Nick <laughs> And uh, Natalie was bartending, and we were talking about Idris Elba. And I like, oh, that's my man. Natalie didn't thing. remember who she was and <laughs> I, or who he was, and mm. she's like, oh my god. Yeah. And I was like, greatest moment in mm. movie history was when Denzel Washington <laughs> confronted Idris Elba in American Gangster. Oh it's yeah. Just too much. Too much handsomeness. Too much right handsomeness there. on the screen. Too much hard body karate's. But our other man crush of the show, mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, Summer Pack, mm-hmm. his song Summertime Magic. Listen and enjoy. Salud.
back guys that was summertime magic by chalice gambino sean's pick of the week you know it's not you know it's not a crazy great song it's not this is america but <laughs> it's a nice summer song you got the steel yeah. drums it's like very relaxing and you know i was playing that at the beach the other day mm-hmm. and it was it felt very uh apropos it'll feel real good when the sun goes down a little bit more as the evening starts to uh come in and the hips start swaying mm-hmm and start less sweaty because it's hot. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sarah, it's that time. It is rapid fire question time. The most serious and most important part of the show. Are you ready? Or your career? <laughs> See how good you're on your feet. People are going to judge you on these answers. Indecisive most of the time. This could be really interesting. So yeah. we'll, we'll start off easy. We'll start off easy. Kevin, you want to ask her the first one? Pizza or cheeseburgers? Pizza, uh, mostly because 
I am lactose intolerant and I prefer to binge on pizza cheese than on Ooh. whatever American crap they put on <laughs> cheeseburgers most of the time. Where's your favorite pizza place mm-hmm. in Reno? Or Sparks? Dang, no, we've got some good ones. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. We do. That's why. Because I always talk to people because like there's different styles. That's why we like, say yeah, favorite and not totally. best. We yeah. say favorite and not because best. like there's a classic tavern. There's like a little crafty or, you know, pizza and like stuff like that. So Eclipse is probably mm-hmm. one of my, my one of my favorite go to's. They're expensive, but mm-hmm. I love they're like how much they, the proportions are good. I haven't been there in so long. Yeah. I used to go there all the time. We need to go on a tour. <laughs> a pizza tour? Yeah. Once a week. <laughs> pizza nights. Yeah. All right, Caesar, next one. Uh, desert or mountains? Ooh, what? See, this is a Nevada. <laughs> no. I picked this one. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have both. I love it, right? Mm, like yeah. where you can go from the desert into the mountains and like there's a spring weirdly wandering mm. the desert because mountain I love it. And I always tell people Reno is in an awesome location because it doesn't matter what outdoor activity you like. We're about an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half to all plethora. All of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so would you say 50-50 then? Oh, you really want an answer to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, no. we normally ask oceans <laughs> oh or mountains, gosh. but I was like, we need to say desert, desert or yeah. mountains. mountains. Yeah. No, I. It's like the seasons. Like you have to have a little bit of it. The whole, think of it this all way: time. if you moved away, what would you miss more? Mountains. There you go. Because right. my parents, they they moved away, and they miss the mountains the mm-hmm. most. I think far. it's the visual representation, right? Like, oh my gosh, waking up in the morning, driving to work, like it is just gorgeous. Sitting in my classroom yeah. and just looking out the window mm-hmm. at like snow-capped peavine yeah. in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like then when you like. When like when you go to Salt Lake, like it's even bigger mountains, and it's just awesome. And then when you go to Denver, it's even bigger. Like it's mountains are tight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Geology is amazing. Winter, spring, summer, or fall? Summer. Correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) It is hot, hot as balls right now, but it's I love it. Summer is my favorite. Yeah. Life. Definitely. All right, I'll go with mine. Uh, Beer, wine, or spirits. This one's a toughie. Hard hitters. That's all we do here. Depends Mm -hmm. on the mood. What are we eating? What kind of day did I have? (laughs) Do I want to get drunk or is it a like mellow evening? Say it's Friday and you just got home from work for the week. Kids are asleep. Nah, it just depends. If it's hot, beer. If it's like mellow and I just want to chill, a glass of wine. I even drink two buck chuck. Like it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm uncommitted to mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, I th- I guess beer is probably my my preferred. Um, we have some amazing breweries locally, and I love that. Hell we yeah, we do. Local, yeah. Mm-hmm. local, um, locally made libations to satisfy that, and that mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I know most of the bar. I used to know most of the bartenders, mm-hmm. and go and have a draft. So, what's your favorite nice. bar? Oh, you asked that one too. <laughs> favorite brewery, favorite bar, <laughs> favorite place to okay, get a drink. Okay, so Great Basin is right. my go-to. Correct I answer. love Great Basin. 
Um, their and wings I, are so good. They're, yeah, and uh, but Tap House has a sweet place in my heart because I love Tap it's House. The Classic, of yeah. Town and Call it's it so Caesar. easy to go <laughs> to. Our bar has the best avocado fries. Oh, in town. oh those, I keep telling people mm. about that. Yeah. I get mad because you can't sub the avocado fries uh, with a burger. Mm. You have to order them separately. Hey, right, step your like guys' game up. Yeah, like. <laughs> Charge me an extra ten dollars. Right, <laughs> I want those, yeah. not the fries. Yeah. Keep your fries. Mm-hmm. Sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. This one. I got a. I got a math question actually for you. Oh. <laughs> um. I told you I did chemistry. Uh, yeah, not math. No, it's fine. Go do it. Calculus or physics? Oh, def. Oh. <laughs> so I was an engineer, kind of, because that's was better for an application mm-hmm. than anything else. I and I did Physics fine. is the correct answer. It's okay. <laughs> I did fine in both of them, but I think but I think that f- that PCM like physical chemistry like okay. totally destroyed physics for me. Mm. My sister is a physician or physician. <laughs> <laughs> Physicist. She's physicist. Physician. That's a new word. New word of the week. And I think because she was so good at it, Uh I was like, oh, then I'm not so good at it. Right? But I think Uh physics was, yeah, I would definitely prefer it over calculus. Okay. From Captain Planet. (laughs) (laughs) Reno or Sparks? Oh, Reno. I lived in Sparks for (laughs) half of my adolescence. I won't go back. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I just got cheap rent out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the infrastructure, right? Like it is just harder to get around. Sparks There's could not, not exist without Reno. Yeah. yeah, it just uh, it's just and quality of life. I just yeah. It is more family friendly though. They actually yeah. have rated yeah. like nationally for family friendliness. Yep. Yeah, like if you want that suburb life yeah. and like you have to uh, like your closest amenity is like two miles away. <laughs> you know, it's just. That's for you. Yeah. If you like that, not for me. Sneak. I like, I like no. to put my sneakers on the ground and uh, heel toe it places, <laughs> or on my bicycle. Mm-hmm. Right, Kevin, like you want to ask her the last one? Best. So this last yes. one, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay, so should it be pronounced UNR or is it Nevada? All right. That's UNR. Yeah. That's see, I, I say UNR, mm-hmm. but people get so upset and say no, it's Nevada now. Like, yeah, but it's, what? Yeah, yeah, it's like the. Uh, internet or nationally the college is yeah. nevada Cause like no don't say like, unr it's nevada mm-hmm. like we want to be no, the university of nevada why would we want one university in our state though well, no, it's no like because people are hype beasts and, and they're copying, sports, it's basically in sports like they're if, copying like ohio state like yeah. the ohio state university right. like people oh, say. So like during know, the tournament in basketball it's like you know this sports, versus nevada maybe that would stick <laughs> i'm not super into sports i do support our local teams i love our uh our you know nevada fo- uh, football mm. i love our aces and the I haven't been to what are they called the the Bighorns I haven't been to a Bighorn they're, game they're, they're gone they're, they're gone. gone oh they were uh, good I hear no but in eighteen sixty four is that what the yeah sixty eight sixty eight why are they called eighteen sixty eight do you want to know why yeah that's when that's Reno became a city founded. yeah. Uh, Kevin, you're asking facts that hey. we all know. Uh, hey, someone no, didn't I know it here. Know these, hey, I was up. not a historian. But uh, yeah, I think uh, they sold 8,000 season tickets this year for basketball. I'm one of those. And you're one of them. And nice. the average people that went to the games were like 6,000. Last year. Last year. It was like five nine something. And it's been a, over a decade since they've sold so many season ticket pre-sales. The hype is nice. strong. Yeah. <laughs> 
hype. This is real hype too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hype. You guys are all well. I'll take you all to. No, I'm trying game. to go. I'm yeah, trying to get. I'm trying to go. You got one extra ticket. I'm trying to get the extra, and just in case someone don't go, Tenderoni could come. You know, trying to go in. Shout out to Braden Mike. Yes, the boys. All right. That's it. That was rapid fire. Wait, wait, yeah. no, yeah, one, one more, and we didn't cover this on on the podcast, but apparently everyone in this room went to Reed High around yeah. the same time, yeah. which yeah. is Reno, well, Sparks as <laughs> East Sparks, yeah. right? East Sparks, East Sparks get it right, <laughs> right? Sparks. We were all fun. sitting here like, yeah. <laughs> and we all did go to Reed yeah. at one yeah. point. Yeah, and you and Brad went to middle school together. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Sea Salt Brad nice. is here with us. He's in the building. With What's the, your with puppy's the new name? Baby? Ozzy. Ozzy. Ozzy, nice, with the new nice baby. looking dog. So cute. Yeah, Reed has solar panels now in their parking lot. Those are really yeah, been there for a while. Yeah, covering the, 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 the senior side. Yeah, the senior, Kevin, senior parking lot. And, and it's it been a like, long time since yeah. you went to Reed. Yeah, it's been 13, 13 years <laughs> since <laughs> I graduated. And Reed looks like yeah. a prison now. So, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. All that fenced Damn. up and especially with the... Solar they, panels too. It looks yeah. Do they close campus? Do they close? Yeah, I think they only juniors and seniors campus. get off, right? Yeah, yeah. juniors and seniors. You have to have your ID to get out. Man. There's security, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna. Changes. I was gonna go real mm. low. I was gonna they, go. They they schools. How dead do press. they get condoms if they don't go off campus? <laughs> They used Seriously. to give them to us across the street, and Planned Parenthood would come out with little mm. baggies for everyone. Wow. Be safe. Yeah. Abstinence only, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Safe sex. I don't want to give uh, you my technique, so I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> All right. I have three kids it. for an uh, accident. <laughs> <laughs> accident. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> don't say it, Caesar. Local news. <laughs> <laughs> Local news. Yeah. We've got, we're in our yeah. midsummer heat wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art Town is going on right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Reno News and Reviews, best of voting is going on. Oh, yeah. Vote for Sean. So Ooh, if you're yeah. out there. Vote for your boy, Sean, for mm-hmm. best middle school teacher. Yeah. Also, next year, nominate Up in the Mix for best podcast. Come on, people. Yeah. How are we not yeah. even nominated? No. Uh, and where are the unofficial number one podcast? Yeah. And then maybe next year mm-hmm. you can uh, nominate Sarah Peters for uh, best local politician. Yeah. And then De La Photo for <laughs> photographer, you know? like. <laughs> Come on, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're, just, we're shameless. Just, we're shameless out just, here. They're all hype beasts. That's the thing. Hype People beast. need to be hype beasts for us. Yeah, come and, on. And if they're hype beasts, because if, if once it, there'll be a time where it'll be too late, and, and we won't need you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's gonna suck. They're gonna they're gonna be like, oh Caesar, I've liked all your photos for so long, and I was like, well, two thousand dollars <laughs> for one for the one photo. The price. Yes. Um. So just a couple local things before we go. Uh, Wednesday, July 25th, Red Barat is playing at the Wingfield Amphitheater at 5 p.m. They are a great band. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend them. I've seen them a couple times at High Sierra. They'll get you nice. boogieing down. Nice. And then the Dragon Lights. I haven't gone to see this it's yet good. at the Wilbur D. Museum. Did you take it's the really kiddos pretty. to see that? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's been loving it. Yeah, it they looks really amazing. They survived till like 10 p.m. It was amazing. That's how exciting mm. they were. I have was. to check those out before it's over. Another local event. I mean, it's Kind of far out in the out in the ways. It's September eighth. Our band is going to have our sept our CD release party at Picnic. Oh yeah, we're gonna, uh, seven out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Me and Sean's band finally going to release our CD after what three years of working on off it. and on. The art takes a while, man. Yeah. Like, don't cookie. We're cutter. in the process mm-hmm. of finishing up. They're doing some retracks mm-hmm. last night. I got to go in the studio in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Finish yeah, everything up. record Finally releasing this. We're going to play at Picnic finally on September eighth. So yeah, we'll have more about that later though. But uh, the last thing, Sarah, before we go, 
is we always ask a question. Wait, wait, wait. There's what, there are a couple more things we should Ooh. let people know about. All right, yeah. all right. Pride, yes. Pride Parade on the 28th. Please come out. Oh, Show yeah, your support. Yeah. Be allies. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, what is it? That's next Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday. Morning, right? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think it starts in the morning. And it's actually really fascinating. Like, if you don't know much about queer culture, come out. The Reno Pride Parade is a really great demonstration of queer culture. A lot of open arms. If you're interested in anything that has to do with alternative lifestyles, like come hang out and talk to folks and learn and learn and learn to be allies. Um, that's the biggest one. Do you have anything else? There's the candy dance out in Genoa, which is always fun. Ooh. Support your local crafters. Um, it's garlic fest this weekend. Oh, yeah. Garlic fest. Yeah, I think it's the same day that? as pride. It's Check a, it up. God damn it. Kevin. Kevin. It was you're saying it. something. I feel like you know what you're talking about. No, I, no, I was like asking a question. Is but Garlic you, Fest? Yeah. I think it might be this weekend. And sometimes sir, I'll sure. point at you and you're not paying attention. Because I saw some mm-hmm. people getting ready for it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think it's at uh, Pat Baker Park. Yeah, oh, yeah. It is Pat Baker Park. Yeah. It's over, it's over there that's where a, Sean's. That's Sean, in my hood. That's Sean's where it works. Peeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, tomorrow Saturday. I mean, so it's gonna be, come out on. <laughs> this will be on Monday, so it'll be yeah. this past Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, jump in your DeLoreans and go <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> Everyone's gonna smell super good. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, follow Reno Instagrammies and De La Photo Reno yeah. with an F because I'm a Latino. And we're on Stitcher now. We finally oh. got the problem resolved. Salute to Stacey All Gomez. thirty-six episodes yeah. will be up on Stitcher. So Stacy, if you're listening to us, thanks for the support, bro. Yes. Uh, and y- and yelling at us a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we go, Sarah, what advice do you have with people who are unhappy with the current political climate or unhappy with their community and want to get more involved and do something? Find an outlet for it. We have a lot of community advocacy already happening. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, but you have to find them. They don't have a lot of resources. They can't do a lot of outreach because they're actually doing service on the ground. But if you're interested in an issue, ask your friends, ask your people who are politically inclined. It's hard for us. It's hard for us to be like, hey, friends, look at all this political stuff going on because not everybody cares so much. But uh, but we do uh, kind of harbor the knowledge. So if you are interested and want to be out there, let us know and we'll share events with you and let you know who to talk to and network. Reno is small like that, right? That's the it best is. part That's of Reno. That's the cool part. Yeah. So you're saying just don't put an angry Facebook post out there? And no, that was <laughs> isolating. Don't do that. People won't want to <laughs> hang out with you. Put you your feet that. in the streets. Like, yeah. yeah, get out there. Like, like, like lampposts and stop signs. Yeah. Mailboxes and stop signs. Like, you uh, got to be out there. And do you have anything else you want to talk about before we go that we that you forgot about or we skipped or anything? Dude, get out and vote. I'm... Thank you. If we don't yes. see higher than 35% turnout in Washoe County, I'm going to lose my mind. Get out and vote. You can't complain if you don't vote. My thing. People mm-hmm. died so you could vote. Literally. Yeah. It's, don't I, mean, I, still, do it. I don't look at that. It's not a privilege. Like, I feel like it's, it's a responsibility. It's, a responsibility. it's the minimum responsibility, responsibility as a citizen in a republic. Mm-hmm. You and have do, to vote. You do your and research at, when you And at voting. least like locally, you know, because that's going to affect you greater. So than, much it, local mm-hmm. election. How many people voted in in the primary, the Democratic primary for you? I did. I mean, like, I no, no, I mean, not in the <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, total. Out of five but I mean, total. It was like, it, no, it was. I think, there, I think that, okay, and five. don't quote me on this, because, oh, again, the names. But I feel like it was less than 6,000 18, people. I think it was 1,800 people Jesus. voted for me, and I got 47% of the vote. Wow. Dang. Yeah. It's not a lot. Mm-mm. 
I mean, favorite. between us, we probably don't have that many Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. Between the five of us. Yeah. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, and that shows how many people will actually listen to your rants on Facebook. Yeah. Damn. I don't, yeah. I don't rant on there. Well, though. Sarah, congratulations. Thank we are excited you. for someone yes. our age that we know is doing big things. And uh, me personally, just watching uh, you go through and get elected has been super exciting. We wish you the best of luck when you get into yes. the, in, in the state legislator. Don't yeah. forget about us. <laughs> <laughs> and all you listeners, November 6th, Six. go out there and vote Sarah Peters if you like what you heard because uh, she's she's trying to do stuff for mm. you. Do, do it for Captain Planet. <laughs> right? Captain yeah. Planet. Do it for... What was that kid's name? <laughs> kid's Heart. name on Captain Heart. Planet? Heart. Heart. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, last thing. Mm-hmm. If there's, what's the tagline for this your episode? What do you want it to say? Captain Planet, of course. Yeah. Do it for Captain Planet. Yeah. Do it for Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it. All right. That's her new AKA. New AKA. You're welcome. Don't forget about me. And uh, you make, Mati. You make, Mati. You make it, it into an name. office. I could be your little office. Do it for Mati, people. Hey. Mati. So mm-hmm. uh, as always, check us out. Up in the mix dot live. Up in the mix on Instagram. Every you can check out Sarah. What's your website, Sarah? Vote sarahpeters dot com, and it's Sarah with an H. S a r a h p e t e r s dot com. Mm-hmm. Vote for her. And until, but until next time, this is Sean. This is Della Foto. Statman. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> <laughs>